0: Can you take refuge in your sinful habits? Will they act as your fortress, protecting you from the enemy? Of course not. God is your protection and strength as you stand and face the beast of temptation. Though the beast shakes you, rattles you, roars for attention, foams at the mouth, gnashes its hungry teeth at you, though it swells up and appears larger than life, you can resist it because God He is your fortress. He is your deliverer. He is your rock in whom you take refuge. He is your shield. He is your stronghold. Well, welcome to the Point of Purity podcast, a weekly study filled to the brim with all the tools from Scripture you will ever need to build a lasting life of biblical purity. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. This is episode 121 entitled, Are You Holding On or Are You Being Held? In Psalm 27, verse 1, David writes this, listen, the Lord, all caps, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, that's the name Jehovah, the the Almighty, the all-powerful, the most holy, sovereign creator of the universe, the one who cares about me. The Lord, David says, is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now, that I don't want that to slip by you, so let me repeat it. Listen closely. Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom, then, shall I be afraid? Now, before we go any further in this episode, let me remind you of the critical importance of that little two-letter word in the present tense, the word is. The Lord jehovah is the stronghold of my life are you catching this don't miss this he is my stronghold right now right now right now right now right now right now right you you get it it's present tense it's never ending never quitting never ceasing never failing he is my stronghold He is the stronghold of my life. And if you're a born again believer, he is the stronghold of your life. Okay, so grounded upon that statement of fact, the Lord is the stronghold of my life. Based upon that declaration of truth, the Lord is the stronghold of my life. I want to submit to you that you and I can safely say that when we're not in the place of safety and refuge of that stronghold, It's not because God has failed us. It's not because for some odd reason, God at that very moment suddenly ceased to be a stronghold for us. David's declaration is that he is the stronghold. That never changes. So I want to submit to you, when you feel like God's let you down, the problem is not with God. Are you hearing me? The problem is not with God. He is the stronghold of my life right now, right now, right now, right now. So this this declaration, he is the stronghold of my life, is not just a, a definition of the character of God, but it describes the position you and I should have with God. You see, when I'm able to say with confidence that the Lord is my stronghold, then I am boldly declaring that the enemy cannot touch me because I am Right here, right now, right now, right now. I am totally safe. I am completely secure within the protection of that stronghold. He is my stronghold. I am safe and secure. I also want you to notice that David says that Jehovah is the stronghold of my life. T-H-E, the I, I don't want you to let the importance of that emphasis slip past you. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Not a stronghold, as if he's He's but one of many. Not, not a stronghold, but the stronghold. The only one. Folks, there is no other. The Lord is my stronghold. That's a fact. That's present tense. Now, why is this truth that Jehovah is the stronghold of your life? Why is that so significant to you and I in this, this daily battle for purity? Well, I want to submit to you, it's important here that we develop a working definition of stronghold so that we can accurately and adequately answer that question. So let's talk about a stronghold. A, a stronghold is a fortified place of safety. A stronghold is a refuge. It's a, it's a strong and impenetrable fortress that the enemy cannot infiltrate. And when you are in that stronghold, you are safe. You are secure. David is declaring here that that's what God, that's what the Lord, that's what Jehovah is to you and to me. I love the words of Psalm 94, verse 22, which says, The Lord has become my stronghold, my God, the rock of my refuge. In Psalm 18, verse 2, it says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Are you catching this? Two, two words I want to emphasize. I'm going to, I'm going to quote it to you again, but I want you to listen to the word is and the word my Psalm 18 verse two. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Folks, this is personal. This is what God is for you. This is what God is for me. In Psalm 46, verses 1 through 3, the psalmist declares, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Why will we not be afraid? Because God is our refuge. God is our very present help in our time of trouble. He is our strength. In Psalm chapter 9, verse 9, it says, the Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed. He is a stronghold in our times of trouble. I want you to think about the verses that I just shared with you, because here's a fact. Are you listening? You can take refuge in your relationship with God because he is your stronghold. Isn't that great? Okay, but let's dive a little bit deeper. What exactly does that mean? Okay, it sounds good. It sounds great and it's a truth from scripture, so it's a truth I can take to the bank of heaven and and be secured that it's 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 for real. But what does it mean? Well, let me first remind you of what a stronghold is. A stronghold is a place of safety. A stronghold is a refuge a stronghold is an impenetrable fortress. That's what God is to you and to me. So let's dig into that for a moment. Let's unpack this. Let's, let's learn a couple of things so that we can walk away from this episode, not just having learned, but being able to apply it to our lives. So first, as I just said, as our stronghold, the Lord is a place of safety. He is our refuge. In Psalm 91, verse 2, the psalmist says, This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. Psalm 91, verse 2. In Psalm 46, verse 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength. He is an ever present help in our time of trouble. In Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 27, It says, the eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will drive out your enemies before you. Isn't that awesome? Okay, all right. The second thing I want us to notice is that God is our strong and impenetrable fortress. That's who he is. That's what he is. The prophet Samuel writes, the Lord is my rock. He is my fortress. He is my deliverer. Second Samuel 22, verse 2. In Psalm 144, verse 2, the psalmist writes that he, God, is, is. Are you catching this present tense? He is my loving God. He is my fortress. I love the words of Nahum, chapter 1, verse 7, says the Lord is good. He is a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him so i have a very critical very vital very important question for you here are you listening here's my question can you take refuge in lust in porn in the masturbation will that three-headed dragon act as your fortress will it protect you from the attacks of the enemy you say what? A, what a stupid, silly question! <coughs> Excuse me. Of course not. God, folks, listen to me. God is our protection. He is our strength. As we as we stand and face the beast of our sexual impurity, He is the one that's going to help us with the victory. So, so though the dragon roars at you, though it shakes you, rattles you. It, it it's screaming for attention, foaming at the mouth, gnashing its hungry teeth at you. Though it puffs itself up, swells up, it appears larger than life. My friend, you can resist because God is your fortress. He is your deliverer. He is your rock in whom you take refuge. He is your shield. He is your stronghold. And can you shout a hearty amen to all that? You can, listen to me now, you can, just as Psalm 91 verse 2 says, you can say to the Lord, my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Why are you able to declare that? Psalm 27 verse 5, he, God, will hide you in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal you under the cover of his tent. He will lift you upon a high rock. My friend, that is what the Lord, that, that, that's, that's what Jehovah, that's what the almighty, all-powerful, most holy, sovereign creator of the universe, the God who cares about you, this is what he does because it's who he is. Psalm 59, the psalmist says this, listen, Deliver me from my enemies, O God. Be my fortress against those who are attacking me deliver me from evildoers and save me from those who are after my blood let me pause for a moment are you recognizing whom the psalmist is calling out to whom he's saying is the fortress whom he's saying is the deliverer whom he's saying is the one that's going to save him from the enemy it's not lust and porn and masturbation it's not alcohol drugs gluttony greed pride control that's not who who can save him Let me start back again in verse 1 of Psalm 59. Deliver me from my enemies, O God. Be my fortress against those who are attacking me. Deliver me from evildoers. Save me from those who are after my blood. See how they lie in wait for me. They return at evening, snarling like dogs, and they prowl about the city. See what they spew from their mouths. The words from their lips are, are sharp as swords, and they think, who can hear us? But you, you laugh at them, Lord. You are my strength. I watch for you. You, God, are my fortress, my God on whom I can rely. God will go before me. I will sing of your strength. In the morning, I will sing of your love for you, God, are my fortress, my refuge in times of trouble. You, God, are my strength. I sing praise to you, you, God, are my fortress, my God on whom I can rely, Psalm 59. <laughs> that That is a powerful text. Now, I'd like to apply that text specifically to the battle for purity. I, I've taken some liberties here, and I hope you, you will not judge me for it, but but will listen, because I've taken the liberty to take that prayer in Psalm 59 and personalize it to my own battle with the beast. And I want to challenge you to make this, or or, or at least something similar, your prayer as well. So here's, here's how I took the prayer of Psalm 59 and applied it to my life. And I would ju- just want to share it with you. Here's my prayer. Father, deliver me from the beast of sexual temptation. Oh my God, protect me from the fleshly desires that continuously rise up against me. Deliver me from lust and from porn and from masturbation, for that three-headed dragon lies in wait for my heart, fierce to consume my passions and my pleasures, turning them toward evil and wicked desires. Every day it comes back, howling like dogs prowling about in my mind, bellowing with its mouth, whispering deceit into my heart with swords in its lips. God doesn't care about you, they whisper he won't answer your prayers, they say, but you, oh Lord, you laugh at that beast. You hold it as nothing. Oh God, my strength. I will watch for you. I will place all of my focus upon you. For you, oh God, are my fortress, I'm convinced that my God in his steadfast love will meet me right here, right now, right where I'm at. I know that God will let me look in triumph upon lust and porn and masturbation. Oh God, for the deception and the lies that this beast utters daily to my heart, consume it in your wrath. Consume the dragon until it's no more. That everyone that knows me may know that God rules my heart, that you The Lord is my stronghold. Yes. Oh, Father, every day my lust comes back. It howls like dogs. It prowls about in my heart and my mind. It's relentless. It wanders about for food and it growls loudly if I don't feed it. But I'm going to sing aloud of your steadfast love. For you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my temptation. Oh, my strength. I will sing praises to you, for you, O oh God, are my fortress, the God who shows me steadfast love. And all God's people hopefully join with me in saying amen. Earlier in, the, in this episode, I quoted Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. Let me repeat it. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who take refuge in him. Are you taking refuge in the only one who is the stronghold in your day of trouble? Well, let's pause here for a moment and let's be honest. Some of you are listening to this episode and you're saying, yeah, right. That's not been my experience. Well, I, I, I cry out to God. I beg him for help. I ask him to be my strength. I, I try to trust in him to help me defeat that horrible beast. And what good has it done me? I still gave in. The beast still won. Oh, sure. The the verses, Steve, that you've read and the, the prayer that you prayed, that may be true for you, may be true for most guys, but not for me. Let me ask you, can you relate to that? And if the answer is yes, let me just say, I hear you loud and clear because I used to think and feel the same way. For now, let me just say that it all starts with this. You must choose. You must make the conscious effort to daily lift up your soul to God. Read Psalm 25. You must daily, moment by moment, surrender every aspect of your heart and life to God, no matter what. You must choose moment by moment, day by day, to trust him with everything. Again, I challenge you, read Psalm 25. You must continuously reject King Me turning your back on the darkness and choosing instead to walk every moment of every day in the pure and perfect light that is God, 1 John 1, 7, Ephesians 5, 8. It's going to be hard, yes. But that's part of why we have the Pure Man Ministry. That's part of why I'm doing this podcast. That's part of why we have the puritycoach.com. That's part of why we have the app that we have. So that if you're struggling, you can pick up the phone. You can call me. You can send me a text and say, Steve, I'm I'm hurting right now. I'm struggling. Would you please pray with me? Would you please pray for me? And I will do that. Uh, I'm here to listen to you. I'm here to to come alongside of you and and, and help you as you are are learning the process of lifting up your soul to God and surrendering your heart to God and rejecting King me and turning your back on the darkness and walking in the light. And as you learn to live this, this glorious surrendered life, as you develop a mindset that says, I'm going to, James 4, 7, submit myself to God, resisting the devil. I'm going to live to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whether I eat or drink or whatever I do, I'm going to do it for the glory of God. I'm not going to give in to the sinful pleasures of King me. As you begin to live that kind of life, I promise you, I assure you, you will discover that God and God alone is my steadfast love, my fortress, my stronghold, my deliverer, my shield. It is. He is the one in whom I take refuge, Psalm 144, verse 2. As you learn to live this surrendered life, you'll be able to say, as 2 Samuel 22, verse 2 says, the Lord is, please catch this, he is not will be, should be, could be, might be, ought to be. He is my rock. He is my fortress. He is my deliverer. And I assure you, I promise you that as you stay consistent in your walk with God, at the end of your life, you're going to be able to say, as the psalmist did in Psalm 61, verse three, you have been my refuge. You have been my a strong tower against the enemy. You've, you've given me the victory and you've come alongside of me and you've walked with me through this my entire life. Praise be to God. Okay. Wow. I still have a whole lot more I want to share with you. And I'm looking at the clock and realizing the time that I've allotted for these episodes is, is fast coming to an end. So let's hit the pause button until next week. Let me just share with you a couple of things very quickly. If you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about our ministry, the Pure Man Ministry, and more specifically, how we can help you or we can help your your loved one or your, your friend live in freedom from sexual sin, would you be sure to visit our website there is a plethora there's a multitude of resources that we've made available and we're we're constantly adding more and 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 it's all there at our website and so you can go to the purity coach it's all one word the purity p u r i t y coach.com now before i close out this episode i want to yeah i want to but i also need to once again remind you of some very exciting news that I released about three or four weeks ago. I make no apologies for the repetition here. If you've been following each episode, you've heard of the last two or three weeks me me giving this announcement. But I, I truly believe, listen, I truly believe with all of my heart that this is an extremely powerful tool that can help you, that can help those you care about not only be pure, but live pure. Here's what I'm talking about. We have just recently released... The Point of Purity Workbook. Again, it's called The Point of Purity Workbook. It's available on Amazon. And listen, let me tell you just a couple of quick things about it. It's an accumulation of 11 years of coaching and mentoring and counseling men in the area of sexual addiction and purity. I, I'm, I'm blown away that God has gifted us and blessed us with 11 years already. Time has flown, but but I've, I've been learning over those years what's working in the hearts and lives of men, helping them to, to change their thinking so they can change their behavior. And so this Point of Purity workbook is a 12-week accountability study of God's Word. It's focused on equipping and training both men and women on how to overcome an addiction to lust and porn and masturbation. As you work your way through this workbook, you you can do it uh, on your own or with an accountability partner or with a small group. As you walk through the scriptures together, you're sharing from God's word how you can be free. Each week of this 12-week journey, you are equipped with powerful tools from scripture that will help you not only be free, but continue to live free. In this 12-week study, The Point of Purity Workbook, You learn how to effectively change your thought process when you're faced with temptation. Not just, and here's the the beauty of it. It's not just sexual temptation, but actually any and all temptation this applies to. You will discover how to submit yourself to God, standing firmly against the temptation, successfully resisting it and watching the enemy flee from you, James 4, 7. Again, it's called the Point of Purity Workbook. And, and it's that journey through Scripture to help you discover the point of purity. What's the, what's the point? Why should I be pure? What What's wrong with a little forbidden pleasure, a little bit of lust from time to time? You'll also learn in this study how to get to the point of purity, living daily in freedom and victory over temptation and how to stay at that point. So the Point of Purity Workbook is a deep dive into Scripture to answer The important questions of what is the point, how do I get to the point, and how do I stay at the point? How do I get King Me off the throne of my heart and allow the Lord to be leader of every part of my life? So be sure to visit Amazon.com today and get your copy of The Point of Purity Workbook. And if you've not yet subscribed to this podcast, let me encourage you to do so today. I don't want you to miss any of our upcoming episodes, and we've got some good ones coming down the pike. So until next time, this is author, national speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, he must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.